1: This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is dedicated to our mothers, Martha, and Denise, and all the mothers in our lives. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're
2: Talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called Amanda, and in the North Farthing, in Gandalf's Pad.
1: Mm. This week, we're finding the doorstep, quite literally. But will we find the door? Mm, That's the real question. Not more door. No more door. No, I'm saying more door, not more door. But you all can't tell that, can you? Because you're just hearing me say it, not reading it like I am. (laughs) Oh, I've done it again. I've totally muffed up the intro. (laughs) Thanks, as uh, you're probably saying, well, you're welcome. What a thrush knocker. What in the... Are we going to have to... Blade can't even recover. <laughs> you talk about a man who's like proud of his
2: own handiwork. <laughs> become, oh, He's, p- I went down the wrong pipe there. Or the wrong door. It's dude, it has become like my new name game. Uh, that's it's, unreal. It's my new passion. Mike, my, my passion project is what can I write for as in the blue? That'll blow his mind. And that's it, just yeah, yeah. it just keeps me going as like on the days where I think. I'm slow to get out of bed, and I put my feet on the ground, and I think, what am I going to work on today? Yeah, I think there's some blue words that need my help, (laughs) that need my help, Wow, and it just gets me through. The blue gets me through, bro. (laughs) It does. It does. I believe you. It also just
1: keeps getting longer and longer, Uh, kind of like our episodes, kind of like our intros. I really don't know what people expected, but... Whatever. I mean, it just is what it
2: is. Whatever they expected, they should bring it down like four or five steps, and then steps drop it really down, drop it down a couple of a couple of shelves, and then drop it on the ground, pick it up, and brush it off, and that's okay. close to about where they should expect the level to be. I get right. You. So right there at the doorstep. Right at saying. the doorstep, the threshold. Right, no cool. higher, and definitely no lower. Right. You can't go any farther. Down. How are you, bro? <laughs> Let's get in hey. some quicks counsel, quicks quick council. How are you? I What's I am new? doing well. I am doing well. It seems like well. you don't It just seems like you don't care anymore, man. It does, you know. It seems like we just stopped caring, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, dude. I I haven't cared since <laughs> uh back in 09. Back in 09, bro. 09?
1: It was 09. <laughs> <laughs> it was 09. <'09. laughs> How'd you know? Uh <laughs> are these guys saying 2009 no for ez it was like 1909 uh i've been around for a long time um but uh no it's (laughs) that talk about a long time i hey i am honestly i'm doing doing well yeah i'm doing well let me let me tell you something you often do Mm -hmm. this where something awesome happens in your life and you know, like you, you give shout out to the uh, ladies at the post office for helping us out, getting the care package yeah. uh, out to people and things like that. And so, yeah, I I have someone I need to shout out here before we get going, oh. you know, wow. too, too far in this in this episode. OK, um, <clears throat> I need to give my dental hygienist, okay. Jamie, a okay. shout out. OK, first of all, also thank you to anyone who does that profession, because oh, sometimes man. you get in somebody's mouth. And this pandemic, <laughs> let me tell you right now. <laughs> let me tell you right now, I haven't been to the dentist in a little bit, like in yeah. in a, in oh, a hot yeah. second, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I go in there, and I mean, I don't know when the dental hygienist gets in there, and it's just like, wow, when was the last time
2: did she? <laughs> did someone she, was uh, in your mouth? And I'm like,
1: <laughs> what? I it's, it it has been. Oh, I have not had a cleaning in Is that a while. A personal
2: question or? It, uh, yeah. Did She does. She bring up the keto breath because you haven't been to um, the the, uh, the dentist probably since you've been like full on keto. No, she
1: did not actually though. And you know what?
2: she's though? being th- kind, wasn't she? She's I, uh,
1: being kind. Ke- I think yeah. keto breath normalizes after a while. It's it's kind of uh, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah. Yeah, I, don't I don't
2: know, know what's going that. on with. I don't know about that, dude. Uh, yeah, Maybe. Lane's like he can he can smell <laughs> from here. Uh, I had
1: <laughs>
2: but, to turn my what? mic down. I was smelling it so much, man. I had to just crank it down a couple.
1: <laughs> oh my god. No, she was great. She probably is used to smelling all sorts of bad breath. You know, na- I mean, honestly, when I, I don't really think I've never had like a partner tell me that I have bad breath. So, I mean, besides Lane, <laughs> what's going on there? I am your first uh, partner who's, yeah, <laughs> oh, who's, who's okay. you know,
2: I, I, I got to shoot straight with you. You're a straight shooter. You shoot straight yeah. with me. I shoot straight with you. You know, straight as an arrow. Right. I mean. Keto breath real. It's a real thing, dude. It's, it's the real. ketones on the tongue right. going So we're taking over, bro. <laughs> like that's what it
1: is. Okay, yeah. okay. Real quick for folks. So I want to get into this because while we're again thank you to, to Jamie. Not not just yeah. for like doing the, the cleaning and all that kind of stuff. And she was really she's honestly really sweet and just really nice. And like yeah when you I, I went to a new dentist and they all were just really, really good people. So Okay, can um, I, I wanna ask you yeah. though,
2: like what what has changed in the dentist industry from the time we were kids to the time we we're adults i don't like know anyone who has bad dentist experiences anymore uh, but as a kid i feared yeah. it bro like my dentist yeah. i would try to you know when they're like cleaning your teeth and they're sucking your mouth out and you have to swallow yeah, yeah. i was like a like a like 10 and under kid trying to get through that stop moving your tongue quit yeah. swallowing and i was like what am i supposed to do like i'm gonna choke on my own tongue here but now they're they're like fantastic like our dentist is it's called friendly dental and they're really seriously friendly it's just i don't know anyone who has bad experiences anymore
1: yeah no i i don't either i mean here's the thing they are the like my dad actually recommended that i go to this this uh it's uh centerberg dental Uh, i don't know their exact name Uh, i think that's what it is um geographical center of ohio by the way where it, yeah there it is and so he, he his thing was he's like oh they're just really nice they're all really yeah. nice in there and i kind of it just it's also kind of an intimate thing you know because like as, yeah, as she's is. she's working on your mouth right and she's Wait, looking at all intimate, the intimate like, yeah i mean seriously like because okay. At one point, like I was doing the thing that which you were saying, which is like my tongue yeah. was expo- yes. was exploring all of the instruments that were in my mouth. <laughs> and she just said, uh, hold on a second. And she grabbed my tongue with her two fingers and just moved it over. And I was like, okay. Uh, like, she's like, sorry, you're getting a little tonguey. And it's, I'm it's like, bar- I'm getting a-, a little <laughs> tonguey with the instrument that she was putting in. It. And I was just like, okay, this is crazy. So
2: this um, <laughs> is like, it's been a while. Forgive me. And it
1: had been a while. It had, it, <laughs> it had been a while since I'd been to the dentist. So and I I needed a good oh, cleaning. And awesome. honestly, honestly, mm. dude. And, and she said afterwards, she's like, it'll feel a lot better. And I was like, it really it hurt a little bit, you know, because um mm-hmm. instead of getting those gums and cleaning everything out. Oh, that's the well, worst
2: when they, yeah, mm-hmm. they I it, yeah. I did a deep cleaning.
1: I did a deep cleaning, bro. Deep yep. cleaning. And so uh, afterwards like a couple days that was a couple days ago I feel great but I have to this is what I really wanted to shout her out for so she recommended that I get one of these bad boys right here all right is that a water <laughs> pick bro this is a water pick Holy. okay so cow. go check out go check out the YouTube um you know <laughs> video here and, and wasn't this, no one
2: <laughs> what no this one told your story me. lately
1: yeah it was just in it today because okay. uh, I was gonna, I knew I was going to bring this on here today. Uh, <laughs> no one had told me to like review this or do this. I'm not getting paid for this or anything at all. And Should I just want to tell you guys. So check this out. I also have a solo cup here, and you fill this thing up with water. Now you guys are going to want to check this out. I, I would literally go to the YouTube. I would go to the YouTube and check this out. But I want to do a live demo for you guys here, just real oh quick. God, so you have to wait. I'm gonna need you I to can't. talk. I'm going to need you to do the commentary because my I'm mouth is going to be closed. If okay. I open my mouth when I turn this thing on, water is going to spray all Please over my, my technology. Please do it. No, I no, would no, love no, for no.
2: everything to get fried. Okay, so Ez s- has a... Okay, I'm going to talk no. us through it here. This is right, the right. audio aspect. So there Ez has his water pick. It is full yeah. of water. This thing, I've never actually seen one of these before. So it looks like he's just essentially like drinking a water bottle. Here's a little bit of a jostling noise. You can tell if there's some vibration going on. It sort of looks like he's using a, a oversized, an oversized electric toothbrush. Um, now he's moving the Solo cup up to his mouth. Looks like he's about to do a spit take. It's surprisingly quiet. And maybe it's just the mic isn't close enough. But it's, surpri- it's that's Okay. Now he's got a mouthful. <laughs> and he just spit into the cup. There's some ASMR for you. <laughs> Is that it? Are you done? That's it. I, t- I shut it off. Okay. If so let me I ask... Hold okay. on,
1: I'm almost. I'm gonna do a little spray over this direction. I'll, I'll wipe up later. Just so you guys. Can see. If I hit, oh if I hit God, the power that button here, was such a bad. This audio. is why you have to put this in your mouth before you turn
2: it on earlier. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This earlier, is like- I was, I was talking to you know who, and I was like, let can me we just get give Howard this a try. Stern on the line, please. Like, <laughs> can we? Ad-
1: <laughs> I was like, let me just give this a try. I went. I was like, late. I'm pointing it at my face like this, right? And I'm talking to you know who, and yeah, right. I just <laughs> press power because I think I'm I mean, like it says. Yet there's a mode button. You can switch it to like low, medium, high. Well, I didn't know that when you hit power, it immediately shoots a jet of water. It just starts <laughs> boom, 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 boom. So you have to put it in your mouth, then press power. Then press it. Jeez, the
2: things you learn. The things you crazy. learn. High. Good stuff though. Power water pick. You All know right. if, if dude if the dwarves would have had that, they would have found the keyhole without any thrush knocking without any last light of duran's day crap they could have just sprayed that and it would have it would have revealed the hole right away
1: like literally no moon rune would have stood a chance against the water pick like they probably put that on high a new (laughs) it's like a laser cutter dude they're just i mean just straight like that thing i'm actually worried that's going to take a tooth out
2: i was like, just gonna I, say you're gonna lose it
1: too um, I, 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 I asked jamie i was like what level oh, should she- i go on here and she's like start with low you know she's like you might just straight start just cutting teeth and i'm like oh my gosh oh,
2: cutting teeth got all nervous oh shoot dude <laughs> sorry oh my uh, gosh anyway anyway oh, geez dude that's hard to recover from. That was a surprise. Was that the surprise you were talking about? <laughs> that's one of more... the surprises. Oh dear lord! Okay, wow. <clears throat> that was one I of. I don't even know how to recover from that one. I mean, so that's hey, like...
1: I, let me help us recover. Which is, I need <laughs> to know how you're doing. How, how have you been doing? What's
2: been going on in your life this week? Doing, doing good. Uh, it's been a great week. Did we record two two weeks ago? Right, this Is when yeah, we recorded two, last. Yep. What's happened that, in that amount of time? Um, phew. It feels like life has been a blur. Uh, You know, we've got like a month of school left. Uh, So summer's just right around the corner. The kids are checked out. I'm checked out. I mean, it's just, it is a hard time uh, to be doing Zoom classes. I was telling our uh, friends listening in Discord right now, shout out to them, even though they cannot hear me. Tell them I just shouted them out. Uh, Lane (coughs) just shouted Um, you guys out in (laughs) Discord. That uh, it is. uh, Like, what percentage of what I say during the day is actually that does anyone actually care about? And I was like, it's definitely over 50 that people don't care about. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much useless information comes out of my mouth. And it just feels like every time I talk, it's just worthless information. So, uh, but. But uh, the girls are amazing. Like just watching them grow up is a continual joy. Um, I'm excited about Mother's Day coming up Um, tomorrow. I'm I'm going to uh, my mom and dad's house where me and my brother in law Darrell and my dad, my uncle Bob, um, are uh, like digging digging posts, making uh, uh, digging holes, and putting fence posts in because we're gonna put a fence. They don't have, like, any fenced-in area of their yard. And my mom yeah. watches all the girls and um, <clears throat> my nephew now. Yeah. And they need a place to play outside, so we're going to uh, make, like, a little, like, fenced-in yard area. <clears throat> so that'll be a blast. Fellowship um, of the Dig. Is Fellowship of on? the Dig 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, building the uh, – shoot, what's the uh, – the, Rama, the Rama's Ekor the wall around uh, – Around Minas Tirith. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Rama oh Ekor. That's what we're doing tomorrow, man. <laughs> so that'll be a black. It'll just be cool to um, <clears throat> spend some time with some men, you know. I don't get much uh, time with men. You know, at school, I'm with almost all women. And I come home, and yeah. I'm with my girls. And I think you you and my dad are the two men I see most most often. So it'll be cool to have some guy time. But Can, <clears throat> can, can I tell you on that note? Actually, yeah. I told, I told you-know-who
1: today that, uh, that sometimes I show up in the Shire and I feel like you, you, you I'm in a dress like, what? <laughs> no I think you, you say to Sarah like like hey Ez uh, and I are going to go out in the garage real quick honey what are you going out there to do
2: we're going out there to swear just going out to swear just We're
1: to just, swear just to, just to swear it. a little bit <laughs> people
2: people i know that like people before have said stuff about me swearing in the discord and it's like it's the only time really uh unless i'm by myself and then i drive myself a little crazy that i can just let some colorful language fly that when i'm working out when i'm working out i definitely love oh, yeah. it just kind of yeah i don't know man a colorful language it's something i've always my my like so talking about moms right it 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 like breaks my mom's heart that I, that I swear at all. but uh, you oh. know, I, it's nothing like her despite her best efforts <laughs> and my dad's best efforts, yeah. I swear like a, like a sailor. Um, <laughs> but only when I'm alone now, my girls have changed that big time. <laughs> um, but I'm doing great. I'm also drinking some Dr bean coffee right now, dude. Um, if, you, if you have not gotten yourself some Dr bean coffee, you need to go get some it's delicious it's amazing our buddy Dave Fogel is out on youtube reviewing doctor bean coffee bro have you seen his yes, monday morning coffee yes i have videos yes. and he is he's i think he's done almost every roast uh from doctor bean so if you want to wow. go check out dave's reviews go check out dave's 45 auto on YouTube, if you if you've listened before, you've heard Dave. You know who Dave is. Yep, Dave uh, is, a, is a podcaster as well. He helps manage the Facebook group. Great yep. friend, good buddy. Um, yeah. yeah, good buddy. So, uh, and I don't think he's had one he doesn't like. And Dave, really? Dave's a critic, man. If Dave doesn't like something, he'll let you know, I and know. he'll he'll do it. You know, he'll do it in a respectful way, but he does not. You know, it's hit, he 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 wants the truth. Okay. If it's he'll tell you if he if he drinks something nasty if he eats something nasty he doesn't want you to be misled by his niceness you know what I'm saying right. and there's something right. to be said for that that's a beautiful thing so anyway he's reviewed some of uh or almost all I think of Doctor Bean Coffee Company there is the up blend of course but just go get some it's amazing it's a great company um it helps out our dear friend Charlotte Hinton who is an angel amongst angels uh, we love her and we love the coffee it's delicious. Um, it, it, it really helps me through these nights too. I gotta say. Um, so Mm -hmm. go to drbeancoffeecompany.com. Get some of your very own, the only brew or, uh, steep for the brave and true. Um, and there's something special. I've, I think I've created a monster. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you listen to last episode, you know about one of our sponsors, um, earth echo and mindful health. Um, this is uh, Danette May's uh, company. Um, she makes this product called Cacao Bliss. All right, it is a superfood elixir blend. And if you're on YouTube right now, I'm holding the bag right here. There ain't much left, as okay. Wow, I wow. got this in about a week ago, and I have been adding it to my coffee. And let me tell you, it is delicious. Um, there's obviously cacao in it, there's turmeric, there's MCT oil, there's lucuma, and there's four four superfoods, organic sim- cinnamon, Himalayan sea salt, mesquite, and black pepper fruit. You put this stuff into your coffee, there's all kinds of things you can do with it, first of all, you can bake with it, you can make uh, desserts with it, uh, it's keto friendly, it's uh, good for vegeta- vegetarian diets, vegan diets. It's gluten-free. It's if, you're, if you're paleo, it's, it's good for that too. Um, but there's this, uh, I think Danette, she sent it to us. I think you can also get it on the Earth Echo website. Um, there's a cookbook that shows you all these different recipes that you can use this stuff in. Uh, they have other products as well, but this stuff is is amazing. I can vouch for it. Uh, I've tried it myself. I've like I told you, I've had it in my coffee. It's yeah. it's absolutely delicious. It really is truly decadent. It's healthy. It's guilt free chocolate. All right, and, you know we, we we've both been doing this uh, intermittent fasting thing where where we're taking oh, care yeah. of our diets. You know, no more moisty mountains. Even though uh, a <sighs> couple nights ago, dude, I, I ate. An entire (laughs) Chinese thing and I felt like garbage, but it was my one meal. So that's Uh how I made it right. Uh But anyway, this is great for if you're doing intermittent fasting as well and you drink your coffee and you think "Ah, I shouldn't really add cream. It's going to it's going to break. It's going to break my fast. Add some of this in because I don't think there's any. Okay, there's 35 calories. All right. So you can do a dirty fast. You can put this in your coffee and still have a dirty fast under 100 calories. That's the same thing. Um, But it's wonderful. And here's the great thing. All right. Um, They've been around for a long time. The last eight years, they've been a leader in the superfoods market, and they're proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. And here's the great part that we're driving to. Through Minute Media and Fan sided, you have a... uh, uh, um, um, what am I trying to say? A coupon, uh, uh, a discount code, all right? That's what he trying to say. dude. 15% <laughs> off when you use Minute 15 as a discount code. 15% off of your order. Go to earthechofoods.com slash minute media. Also, go follow The Danette May and Earth Echo Foods on the Instagram. It really is amazing. And actually, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this as – but they sent, along with cacao bliss, which is mm-hmm. truly blissful, they sent me this beautiful mug. Watch oh, this. Wow. Ready? Hmm. That's awesome. I, I, you probably can't Earth, see it, but it says Earth yeah, Echo it, on the Earth bottom. You see I that? All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. they also sent that cookbook, which I told you about, and a stainless steel frother. Yeah. Uh, branded, also, by the way. So. This is what I want to do. I don't know if I'm supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. We're doing it. We're doing it. First person who goes and uses this code, buys some stuff, and emails us a screenshot of their receipt, we'll send this to. Okay? Email us a screenshot of your receipt, and we will send you this Earth Echo Frother for free. I don't want Ez putting this in his mouth. Okay. I, I don't going, want to no. join the league of the water pick. I wanted to get it to no. somebody who's going to use it <laughs> appropriately. All right. So yes, sir. little giveaway opportunity for people who've listened this far. Uh, and we also want to thank, obviously we want to thank earth echo and minute media. It's so awesome. I love that we are doing this. We have really cool ads and promotions. We're going to be doing that. We get to read like, that's the coolest part. I thought when we were going to do this at first, as you, you and I talked about it that we didn't want to just slap ads in if we didn't have yeah. to, you know um, right. that if we could read them ourselves, it's much more enjoyable and fun that way. especially right. if we could try the products and we've been able to do that. Like it's, it's a really cool thing. So it's we're very safe. grateful for that. We love being a part of the uh, fan side of family and uh, yeah, good stuff. Well, good can stuff. I tell you,
1: I've learned recently about, me, baby. about MCT oil, by the way, and it, it's, uh, it's some good stuff, but so mm-hmm. this has, this has it in it and I was yes, looking over is. everything that it has in it. Uh, fantastic. And that, that MCT oil is, uh, it's really good for keto and it's really good for like energy and the mind and yes. And uh, if you use it correctly and everything. And so this is a nice, um, good for weight nice. loss too. Oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's yeah. actually really great. So I've actually tried, um, I haven't tried this yet. So Lane's hopefully going to save me, you know, a scoop for when I come down depends on when I see you next and, uh, baby okay well it'll be soon it's going fast soon.
2: I might just start eating
1: it for breakfast <laughs> oh good lord <laughs> good lord all right well maybe I'll have to actually go uh put
2: the code in myself and get me a little do bit remember, as well so do you remember the cinnamon challenge where people would try, try yeah. to eat a spoonful I'm gonna do that with this and oh, see lord. if I can it's gonna be the bliss challenge we'll see if we can Look, do it
1: the bliss challenge Please <laughs> do not they don't want people doing that you know what I mean they're gonna say hey, no guys you cow
2: Oh man, I love right. you, dude. I love doing this with you. Um, but Same, yeah, Same. yeah. Life, is, life is great. Um, Good. Shall we get into some dropping eaves? You ready for this? Yes.
1: Let's get into some dropping eaves. I like this. Let's is there do anything it. else um, you want to talk about? Anything? Else no. You I have you other, tell us? I, other surprises that will come later in the show. So okay. you, you got to stick around and okay. you got to listen uh, for a little bit longer. So dropping eaves. The there's a lot, fireworks. right? I mean, yeah. From looking at this, there I've heard things I don't really know. Um, it seems like
2: they're just they've just been keeping I stuff way under wraps but stuff is actually happening. So actually, oh yes. So um uh, we're going to give another sh- huge shout out to James O'Connor, Jimmy Boy down there in Aotearoa, Kiwiland. Um uh, Jimmy has been hooking us up. You know, we heard his story about his run in with Joseph Mall. Uh we thought it was from him, uh you know, he was all sweaty from having filmed. Uh Jimmy was kind enough to uh email us back and be like, "No, dude, he was He was on a run. I saw him (laughs) at a stoplight. Okay, right. right. We just jumped, our minds jumped to it. He must have just gotten done with like training, sword fighting or something. He was just on a run. But so, um, you know, Jimmy has been keeping us in the loop because a lot of this stuff has happened right in his backyard, like 10 and 15 minutes from from where he lives. Uh, And the really cool thing was, last last episode we talked about the uh, Tol- International Tolkien reading day uh, reveal or I guess picture that they shared with the uh, the clapperboard the slate um, on a beach you know uh, we knew from Jimmy that it was probably West Coast but he confirmed or or said you know I'm pretty sure guys that this is Bethel's Beach or Tehanga and we were like holy crap I mean, if if you if if you recognize that Jimmy, then that's probably exactly what it is. Well, yeah. Sure enough. Sure enough, we get an email from Jimmy, uh-huh. and it's literally just a Twitter link. Okay, mm-hmm. so I click on the link, and I'm like, "This is going to be great. This is going to be his him with Joseph Mall, a selfie or something, or like maybe he spied something on the beach." It's better than any of that, okay? So he found, um, uh, there's a Fellowship of Fans Twitter handle, at Fans Fellowship, and this is an exclusive uh, release. So it's a direct quote from a source when asked why Amazon is filming at Bethel's Beach. So confirmed that that's where that was, Uh, but why, right? Why? And this is huge for me because I was thinking, now I'm not saying they're not doing this, but I'll get to it after we read this. But it, 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 it both surprised me, but also makes a lot of sense. Okay? So here is the quote. This is Bethel's. And there's a picture there. It's a big filming area because you can drive on the beach. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. Then the bush and the cliffs are a five-minute drive. Then the sand dunes are five minutes beyond that. So within like a 10-minute radius you have essentially a microcosm, yeah, of most of New Zealand. Okay, and so there's a picture there of Bethel's Beach. You can see that, right? Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And then the quote uh, laid over a map of Middle Earth. Uh, so I think I, I think I sent an email. I said I was like, Jimmy, you did it. You're a master. You you know your backyard. He said, haha, I just listened to the most recent episode. I'm just glad that this means I was right and know my West Auckland beaches. And they gave us a little, a little X go. there. Um, and so, so this is crazy to me because I was thinking, and maybe they have. Maybe they have traveled around different parts of both islands and done filming everywhere. Bethel's Beach <clears throat> is 22 miles to the west of Auckland. All right. We know that the, all the studio work that they're doing is based in Auckland because Wellington is uh, being like consumed by the Avatar sequels. James Cameron okay. is there. Yeah. He's using Weta. He's using Peter Jackson's um, Wingnut Studios to, you know, do all of the production, the studio work for Avatar. So, uh, studio production for Amazon loader on Prime is based in Auckland. All right. Mm-hmm. So just twenty two miles to the west just right in their backyard is where they're going and doing all of these different on location filmings within a 10 minute radius. So maybe when we've seen all these different shots of all these different places, they haven't been all over both islands. Like I was assuming they're Mm -hmm. just in this incredibly diverse part, this little pocket on the West coast that they don't have to, like, wouldn't, and I started thinking, I'm like, this would be ideal for the pandemic. It would be, yes. You're limiting your travel, you're, you're able to drive there, drive there, and then have all these different, like, it's so strategic, and it also makes sense as to why we're not seeing a bunch of, like, leaked photos, and, like, people, like, stumbling onto them, and, Oh, here they are on the South Island, or here they are, you know, in this big city and that big city. They're they're in the same place. Yeah. So this blew my mind. I was just so I I put a few screenshots of maps there so you could see just kind of the layout of um where Bethel's Beach is, all the different terrain around it, which you can see in that, in that Google Maps shot, right? And then I right. showed oh, yeah. I wanted to show the lake location to Piha because Piha is where Sarah and I went and I went there with the seller family. They would take us out there. There's this famous lion rock that it's this big beach rock that's similar to the one that's um, in that photo that Jimmy sent us. But it looks like a, a lion sitting on its haunches. It's beautiful. You used to be able to climb up it, but then people were falling off and dying. So it's it's like all, you know, like roped off. You can't climb it anymore, but it's a beautiful thing to see. And then. Because I was curious. I was like, I didn't know where Bethel's Beach was. The hike we did went south of Piha. So I don't know that I've been to the area where they're filming. But it's definitely very similar terrain. Uh, and I was telling you last time that uh, there was this hike we went on where we were in the bush. But you'd, you'd look ahead and look off to the side. And it was like a 300-foot just sheer cliff down to the, the Tasman Sea. Yeah, Just, just dramatic diverse uh, uh, like locations where you conceivably could film. It seems like to me almost you could film everything in that area. Like that's the crazy thing. So have they come up with a hack? Is this a cheat? Like have they figured out that yes, even though New Zealand has all these things to offer, what if they're like, what a, how, what a, a feather in the cap of New Zealand. Like, yeah, we had the, we had both the islands and we just went to this like, like ten ten mile radius area and filmed the entire first season.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> that. Seems, what do you I think
2: mean, about all that? I mean, what do you? Th- what's your reaction to that? Are you shocked? Does no, it make I think,
1: sense? I think it's smart. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's really smart. Also, I looked I, when you look at the map and you look at the screenshots of, um, or just anybody, you pull up that beach and zoom in there, you look and see there's tons of like. Uh, Like, like land there's Mm -hmm. like remote seemingly forest or I don't even know what all that is down there, but like, like uh greenery that you could, that you could get into. And like you said, so there seems to be a lot of diverse environment that you like, like spots where you could set up a shot. You know, if you're, if you're, um, like whoever the, uh, scout, like, uh, the, the location director, I mean, whoever let's go that's that's a that's a cool find next to the studio
2: yeah you're so so you've got all these beautiful rocky beaches uh but then you've got like um sand dunes that are 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 right there as well which is a total different aesthetic then you're you're close to the Waitakere ranges so there's all this crazy jungle and and uh mountainous terrain that you run into as well uh to me like when i saw this i was like and i we heard it confirmed through jimmy i was like this is nuts, and then just the prox- the proximity to Auckland is what kills me. It's twenty two miles. I should clarify that to downtown Auckland, which is, um, I mean, it's it's the center of Auckland. It's kind of strange. It's like on an isthmus. I think it, it's narrowest. It's less than a mile across. Like it's crazy. It's like holding the n- north part of the North Island and the south part of the North Island together. Um, but I don't know where their studios are. They might not be in downtown Auckland. They might be in the west. Of Auckland so it might be even closer but it's it's like hmm. tw- just a 20 like a like a 40 minute drive out that's nothing man mm-hmm. yeah that's something. nothing and then considering that they could be they could be staying out there in, in 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 homes or you know in trailers and just just filming you know going back and forth between location and studio stuff it's just it's wild if you go go do yourself a favor and go just search up Bethels Beach Tehanga uh, on google and look at all the different images that pop up you will yep. also see something about cocaine that was discovered i think like two million dollars worth of cocaine washed up on a beach and somebody found it so that's oh, wow okay that's <laughs> maybe an that's answer. what the maybe that's what the numenoreans were really into <laughs> that and yeah. it's just it's found its way to, to middle earth <laughs>
1: it's it, it's in the it's in yes. one of the we'll see it in one of the uh, it'll be season one some mysterious package is floating up to sea, and they're like, "What is it?" The crew finds it. That's that's what Anatar was really all about, dude.
2: That's what it, that was the um, that was the the black magic he was using, the white powder. Oh jeez. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, so but after you get through those images, there's it's just no two pictures look the same. No two photographs look the same. I have the feeling that this is the kind of place where you could literally do a 360 pan around and feel like you're in in. Five different places in the world, and New Zealand often feels like that. Like I can, I can vouch for it. Sarah can vouch for it. A lot of uh, Jimmy can. A lot of people who've been there, that are listening right now, go, "Yep, yeah, exactly." And it was like Elijah Wood. I remember Elijah Wood saying it on one of the appendices somewhere. He's like, "It has every kind of geological, geographical feature within an hour," and it really does. Like, it's an amazing. I've never been anywhere like that, and I think that's why it's such a a Mecca for people who love nature and the wild is you can, you can drive 10 minutes and feel like you've gone through like every place on the world, except maybe like Antarctica. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's very exciting. I mean, like who knows, <clears throat> who knows like if that is just the only place they've been filming so far, but it, it would make sense if you're, especially if you're wanting to, I, and I don't know what strict restrictions are like in, New Zealand right now I know I just watched rugby and I know that their stadiums are full and people aren't wearing masks and I know that they're not allowing international travel yet they just made a commercial actually Sarah just tagged me in something on Instagram they just released a commercial where they're like you know we'll see you soon world we miss we miss people coming and visiting New Zealand Um, I would think that like it's probably taking maybe not a massive toll on their economy, but Tourism is a huge part of their economy, so this period would probably be pretty difficult where people aren't traveling to and from um, on their uh, on their I don't know financial system, but anyway, right? Yeah, so Ho-
1: yeah, I would say hopefully the government is taking some of that. I mean, they've I'm sure got they a are. Yeah, ton sure of they money. Uh, they and
2: they they take they take good care of their people there. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Another thing I did want to talk about there was uh, I just you know I'm pulling a U. I searched just you know uh, loader on Prime show yeah. news, um, and so I, I found a website uh, otakuotakukart. Uh, it's just a a prediction on how many episodes are we going to get. Um, just just reaffirming that no one really knows yet. Nobody knows how many episodes. You know, it mentions that uh, initially that they were they were talking about a total of 20 episodes in a season. Remember that that was that first kind of um, like leak out there that they were going to go like 20 episodes. And then more recently we heard more about, you know, 8 to 10 would probably be more reasonable. And that makes way more sense for the type of show it's probably going to be. So, but still just no one, no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. And it's yeah. an amazing thing. So, And then they're just talking about you know, the things that we're going to see, the building of Numenor, of Linden, and Eregion, and then, you know, Barad-Dur. We could see the construction. We, I mean, I'm sure we will see the construction of Barad-Dur. Like, that's something we haven't that's... even talked about. Barad-Dur is erected in the Second Age. <laughs> like, that tower is built. We could see Sauron, you know, putting his putting his cronies to work and getting that tower raised i mean how cool would that be that would be sick that That would would be be... and to see it like in segments almost like when the when the second death star is being built right and it's like not done yet we could see Baradur in stages as it's being completed so just so much so i mean just just what we're gonna see in this show is gonna be it's gonna be amazing man It, it really is yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I I did
1: find something. So, uh, while we're while we're dropping some eaves here, so mm-hmm. uh, do you remember Brian Cogman? Uh, he was the yes from involved, uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah with Game of Thrones, and yep. there was all this kind of drama when he first was attached to you know season eight was happening yes. for Game of Thrones, and everyone was like, oh my god, it's, it's not it's not going well. Yes. Why do we want this Brian Cogman guy
2: there, right? Yeah, right. right. So even though he actually was the, he was the one who kind of worked right, wasn't he one of the writers or showrunners that that. Did good things that people yeah, exact. liked. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah,
1: for sure. And the thing is, so uh, he he tweeted actually about Loader on Prime, and this was Whoa. just a few days ago. Whoa. Um, so he said this. This is from his Twitter. He said, I would like to just remind people that I'm merely a consulting producer on Lord of the Rings. Um, okay. I helped them get started two years ago now. Oh I my had a gosh. blast. I moved on to develop my own shows. You'll hear more about those in the coming weeks. The showrunners and staff are outstanding people and incredible talents and I have no knowledge of or any comment on the yeah, report dude. about the budget. Uh, you know, he, say, he says, thank you, kindly.
2: Uh, yeah. So, and then... That's amazing. Here. Again, again. So, people are just reaching out to anyone involved, trying to get information. And I don't know how they're keeping it. Honestly, it's got to be this pandemic. It's got to be the pandemic that is helping them keep this this so secretive and so locked down. Like it's it's incredible. No one knows anything.
1: Yeah. No one yeah. knows anything. No one knows anything. Let me show. So this is very this is kind of insightful. There's a Twitter feed. So someone replied and said, "Thanks for clearing things up." A lot of uh, people thought that you left. You know, kind of in a dis. Dissatisfied of course, or unfavorable of course. way. The one, clickbait.net, that's, probably. That's what people present, right? That's what yep. they presented about Tom Shippey yep. and everyone, you know, who knows. Plates in the kitchen. Um, yeah. Right. So I look forward to watching the show, the person said. Cogman replied, Oh, I, not at all. Like, as in he didn't leave on bad terms at all. He says, I sure, only sure. committed. I only committed to the first 20 weeks, but have nothing but love and support for everyone involved. I See? just didn't want to Man. devote the next 10 years of my life Ten to a. Years? Yeah, to a gargantuan fantasy epic shooting overseas for obvious reasons. So think about that. It, it, there, maybe the commitment was like a 10-year, uh, some yeah. big, huge thing. Um, he also said, to be clear, I was never in the conversation to be showrunner. Payne and McKay got the job long before I became involved. <laughs> There's the uh, another one. He said, I I truly wasn't... Um, Let's see, another person thanked him for clearing up the misconception in a post. He replied, yeah. I truly wasn't aware of this misconception i've been openly supportive of the show the entire time uh let's see consequently a post by the one ring uh net was listed to which cogman said the following well i can't speak to anything else but i was never meant to stay after the <laughs> first 20 weeks love the people love the show excited to see it so you know it just be careful because people you know kind of distort things and try to try to twist one little thing and and truly he he signed probably a contract for he he's a concept guy like let's get the concepts right for the first 20 weeks and help format and frame big picture stuff and cool i'm glad to have consulted on that
2: and move on so you know you know i was i was i was like kind of my jaw dropped when you said 10 years but i'm thinking about it. we've been talking about it for three and yeah. we haven't even had an episode yet. So, so yeah, I mean, he, he was in that very early stage. I didn't know that I didn't see that's new information to me too. Cause I haven't thought about him for a while, that that was his role. And that that's something that he was like, yeah, no. And it makes me wonder, was that also, was that also Tom Shippey's role as well? And then like how much of what Corey Olson said, the Tolkien professor, was yeah. true, how much of it was clickbait, how much of it yeah. was look at me, look at me, how much of it was, oh, wired. Yeah, you want to come do a video and I can tell you about the history. He definitely got more exposure because of what he said about Tom. Sure. Yeah, is yeah, it true? Yeah. Is it not? Like that's the thing that drives right. me right. nuts is when people just like you said, you know, you hear some you hear some clamoring in the kitchen and you assume the worst and you start spreading rumors. Instead of, yeah. we don't know. Like, we, we don't, don't know. know. Let's yeah. just, instead of instead of trying to actually talk to the people, it seems like it wasn't that hard to get Brian Cogman to respond if someone just no, responded just, to his They replied. They, so he, how lazy yeah. is the OneRing.net? <laughs> how <laughs> I mean, lazy are there? If all you have to do, clip this up as and yep. put it on YouTube. If all you have to do is reach out to Brian Cogman, if all you have to do is reach out to Tom Shippey, yeah. And and people who aren't on the inside can do that and get responses. That's embarrassing. Like, that's embarrassing.
1: Well, the thing is, I think it's uh, – we've said all along, which is just – I like that they're being super secretive and that they're taking their time with this. And, I love and it. I, I'm cool with all of it. I, I really don't – a lot of uh, – our, our biggest problem is that people who have, like, fans who are covering the show uh, were giving the showrunners a little bit of, you know, their green – they're young, they're new, we don't right. know, and kind of basically right. uh, they haven't spo- invited us to New Zealand, right? Well, yeah, spoiling they're not the cake, us, yeah, yeah, like they're, spoiling they're, the cake, spoiling the cake before we ever. You know when someone tells you that the cake's going to be bad or that it it, it doesn't taste <laughs> good, so it could be a perfectly fine cake, and then you go to take a bite and you think, yeah, there's some, there is something here, yeah, there is something in this cake. Yeah. I, there's yeah. not a there's not a daggone thing in it. Right. But you heard someone else say it over and over and over. And so your mind starts to think, well, that might have been something. So they're, they're I, I just tongues. like to avoid I mean, that it, kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, it's it's a worm tongue tactic. It's like the opposite of being a hype beast, right? hype beast is the opposite. You just you get people psyched even if there's not a good reason for it. If you're a yeah. worm-tonguer. At
0: Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with.
2: You get people pessimistic, even though there's no good reason for it. So yeah, yep. and I, I agree. Like if it if it has if it hadn't been this secretive so far, like what would we have been talking about? It's been it's been such good fodder because they've let little stuff sl- slide or they've revealed just enough that it's made us go, well, what in the like it, the our our imaginations have been able to run wild instead of just responding to images yep. or. Um, you know, details that they've released. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's great. Um, one, one other note, I think when, cause I think we had two numbers for that first season budget. And I thought about this afterwards. I'm like, Oh, one of those, like the 600 million or whatever is New Zealand dollars. Probably. Oh really? Because yeah. I think the guy. Well, because there's a there's there's a difference between U.S. dollars. Yeah. I think one of the reports was U.S. dollars, like the four hundred some million, and the other one was someone in the New Zealand government commenting on it, so he would have used New Zealand dollars. So Got I think it. that the it's uh, it's you know that's the discrepancy between like four hundred and some million and six hundred and 600, some million is just yeah. that exchange. So right. still a lot of freaking money. It's well, it's, it's wild.
1: For comparison, Jeez. I mean, I mean, I mean, Jeez. Game of Thrones. Was was around ninety, like ninety. Holy million. crap! So for comparison, like they are more, they are quadrupling essentially. Or you know, like this is four or five times more money. I seemingly, unless I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm wow. not a math guy. I'm not a math guy. That's but, pretty good uh, math,
2: I think. It's close to a hundred million. So I, I can't even. Times I don't four even know. would be. You're <laughs> you know. you're probably pretty close. Am I on there I'm, somewhere? I haven't taught multiplication yet, but I think you're. Right. I think you're pretty <laughs> okay. close. All right. It's wild though. It's, it's, it it's wild. it's, exciting. It's exciting stuff. So. And money. I mean, money doesn't guarantee, you know, a great product, no. but, uh, man, that just, means it shows that, that Amazon believe, values it though. Yes. Yeah. Jeff Bezos or whoever, uh, Jennifer Salk, whoever mm-hmm. is in charge of funneling funds <laughs> their way, they, they've had to have loved everything they've seen so far. So yeah, I, okay. it's just going to be awesome. Put your money where your mouth is. Um, in other corners of Middle Earth, uh, you know, like we said before, go get some Doctor Bean Coffee Company. It's great, a Java. It's the best. Also, go check out Firelight Fables Candle Company. Go get some candles from Casey. We are still running a promo. If you use the promo code Fire It Up, one word, Fire It Up, you get ten percent off your order. They are the best candles Sarah and I have ever bought. Yeah. I do not say that lightly. I do. N- we've bought lots You're of like, a family all, all- of scents. Yes, we are. We never forget the sniffing. Um, like how many episodes have we sat right here and burned candles and enjoyed mm-hmm. the smells of of like whatever brand we were we were buying? But you know, all kinds of all natural candles and stuff like that, and some that aren't. We've we've tried, and none of them compared to uh, the potency and uh, but also the subtlety of these fragrances. They're they're beautiful. So. Go get some candles from her. We are going to be doing a commercial with Cam soon. I can't wait for this thing. It's mm-hmm. going to be insane. Uh, Cam, if you're listening, we're going to get back to you very soon with a date. We're actually going to go out. This, I'm so excited about this. This is like reliving Heart of a Warrior days. We're going to oh, yeah. go out and we're going to location scout with Cam for this commercial for, for Firelight Fables Candle Company. So uh, it's going to be fantastic. And uh, if you haven't already, go check out his... His uh, his body of work. He has some incredible like short films, and his. Remember that video he showed us that he just clipped up of his girlfriend walking oh through the gosh. woods in Clear Creek, and that slow barrel roll. And we were, he was like, "Yeah, I just you know, it's handheld." I was like, okay, "Yeah, cam." Like, the, cut the humility, bro. Like, this is you don't. This is ridiculous what you're doing. Like, yeah. this is you're not even trying, and you're ridiculous, man. So he is a a, a very humble uh and, and very talented uh young man. So I'm I, I it'll be a blast just to to do that with him.
1: Yeah, and actually you can go to uh Cameron in Hanson dot com. So it's Cameron there it is. Uh, middle initial n and then there Hanson dot com and you can go check out all of his stuff there. And that's yeah. also his, his handle as well. You can look that up uh with so the just the, theories there. So just oh. imagine
2: a couple of ugly mugs like us in a in a in a Cameron <laughs> Hanson He's film. Got- He's got his work cut out for him. I, yeah, I, he does. He's gonna have to use some shocked. magic lighting or some really flattering angles or something. But, but uh, you, you know, if what anybody he did for can me? do it. It's him. What? Well,
1: I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, definitely, I think you know what I'm gonna be wearing. And he was like, "We gotta, we gotta cover that mug up. We gotta cover that guy up,
2: head to toe." So I'm gonna wear a mask the whole time. I'm just gonna cover I my entire this. face. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, and then also, our friend Isaac. The Lord of Maps, go follow him on Instagram, Lord underscore of Maps. This is so exciting. He's been really he, the man is creating Tolkien-style maps of the states of the United States of of the USA as a country, of different continents and countries throughout the world. All these maps done in the style of of Middle Earth of Tolkien maps, uh, with the classic you know black and red ink. Um, They're 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 amazing, but he's he's uh recently released these sticker packs, so he's got some that have uh like a state of your, excuse me, cacao bliss is, you know getting me baby, uh state (laughs) of your choice, and then like um I think there's like a potato pack where he's got like some just just different potato sketches and like you know Sam Wise's quotes, um but I got the Ohio. I got the Ohio mini sticker pack. There's four of them. I'd like to actually give a couple away as a giveaway. We might be doing that on Instagram. So I got one for you, and I got one on my iPad right here. If you can see, yes, that. it that, is. Yeah, they're sick. awesome. They're they're the perfect size, um, they're, but they're incredibly detailed. I just I, I love. He has nailed. He has nailed that style. So go support him. Uh, he's a great artist and a really uh, a really great um, you know Middle Earth fan. So. Yeah. Yep. Woo. That's all I got, bro. I mean, we're into the reread at this point. Also, uh, you know, happy mother's day to all of you mothers out there. I want to say happy mother's day to my mom. I want to say happy mother's day to my beautiful wife, um, who is the finest mother I've ever seen. Uh, she sets the bar for me to try to be, you know, or try to somehow, you know, be a partner as a father. I I can never, I'll always be so far below, but she's amazing. And then uh, a happy mother's day to my sister Hillary as well. So, You yeah. know, um we're lucky to have our moms and uh the impact they've made on our lives, you know, I can sp- I'm i can speak for both of us that yep. it, it's made us who we are. Um our dads as well, but this is, you know, obviously a time to celebrate and remember our moms. Um it's all they've all they've done for us, man. Yeah, they have. They they really have uh this wonderful
1: we, we, we both have uh, wonderful mothers, and you've got, mm-hmm. we've, again, t- to all the moms out there, uh, happy Mother's Day, and uh, we appreciate you. Hopefully, you're, you're able to yeah. kind of rest up, uh, celebrate, you know, enjoy the day and, and things like that. We had your mom on yeah. for an episode. Remember I know. that. not that nuts? I know. Awesome. I know. I love it. I know. That was great. I love that she picked the episode, too, where it was like, it was all the uh, kind of- <laughs> The garden, like The herbs and yeah. you know, the cooking and things. Yep, like, the that the great. Yeah. yeah. Garden
2: of Gondor. Yep. It's perfect. so awesome. Yeah, buddy.
1: All right. Uh wow. We we out here. We out here now? What, is this we is out this here? Yeah, we out here. <laughs> oh my gosh, are we on the
2: doorstep? That's what I want to know. Are we so I guess we're not. Yeah, I guess we're not really out here, right? Well, I guess are we? We're going in, so we are out here. It's actually well, he, perfect. Here's we're the on thing. the doorstep.
1: <laughs> well, we're not yet. We're not quite on the doorstep just yet because we're going to the doorstep. We are actually in a place. Yeah. Just near it, known as the Desolation of the Dragon.
2: It the doesn't sound deso- like a great place, does it? No, no,
1: no. It's been desolated. Uh, isn't that what they call? Isn't that the second movie? Uh, the the <laughs> Desolation, Desolation of Smog. Of smog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I just thought, you know, there's the line right there. Um, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So there are some. Uh, let me actually pull up real quick here do this uh, for you guys this last time but basically so the company has arrived on the other side of the river uh mm-hmm. just kind of picks up right there in two days they had been rowing right up to um up along long lake and they had passed mm-hmm. out into the uh river running so yeah. they've got to the other side and the men that have accompanied them head back to lake town yeah they're on their own hold it hold it on your own buddy why why lane they're scared as what? <laughs> of what there's nothing there's in dragon. there. There's a dragon. There's a dragon in the mountain. How do we know? How do we know that? How we just got a creepy feeling. I just mean, cause song, just because a bunch of dwarves think... come running out of that mountain screaming,
2: saying, "Hey, there's a dragon in there, sitting on our gold." I mean, these are the same people who said we're going to build a town on a lake because we're by water, right? They're afraid. It's like they're it's like That actually is the cool. Like, like Lake Town is kind of
1: interesting, right? <laughs> so the the young folk, the young generation, they're like, ah, whatever. But it's like, guys, wait a second. Look around here. We built a town on a lake. On water. <laughs> I can't, it's in like insurance policy, right? Like, deeply ingrained in our society, in yeah. our, like, you know. Uh, this could happen again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we need to be real careful. Uh, I just, you think they'd move on a little bit further, but uh, I don't know. Maybe there's, you know. The songs say Maybe, that Durin and yeah. his folk will come back again, and, and here they are. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, yeah. All right. So, so just for this is just a quick little synopsis here. So then the dwarves are kind of searching the mountainside for the secret mm-hmm. door. You've got Philly, Killy, Bilbo, um, looking for it. It's at the end of Durin's day. Mm-hmm. Threshes are knocking on nearby rocks, and all sorts of moon letters show up on a, on, on a door that was predicted mm-hmm. by a map. You know, you know how it goes. There's yes. your summary. And we're going to get into kind of some of the details here because it for me was, um, It is kind of a shorter chapter. It's not like a very long chapter. The last couple uh, are are short. We had the next one, I think is going to be a little bit longer, but because we're going to be following Bilbo. Um, But here's the thing on the doorstep. I just realized when I was, when I was reading this, like Bilbo has all the energy. He has all the spirit. Yeah. Like, like through, through from the time when they've left, like the forest and uh, they come to Lake town, he's gotten them out. He's gotten them out. Like, he makes a, a reference in this chapter to uh, since Gandalf has left, he's been the mm. one to kind of bail him out. Now, whose company
2: is it? Whose company? Uh, whose is it, company
1: man? is this? Bilbo and company, my friends. That's that's man. what we're. That's who I'm talking about here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of interesting that he's this character who, and he he reflects on that. And he, I mean, it seems like whether that's the narrator or Bilbo or, or whatever, um, seems to be saying that Bilbo realizes he is and happier spirits than the dwarves yeah. and they're right it, there by their house like you
2: know yes. what, and one of the amazing things like one of the deep ironies of that of what you just illuminated is that like Bilbo is the most out of place yeah he's the most out of place and um, again I was I've been reading Shippy right and his his uh, like commentary and thank his, you by the way oh yeah yeah it. yeah you got it yep, yes got yes it. Um, so he's you know he's commenting on just the um, what what Tolkien does with the Hobbit and the uh, the ana- ana- I can never say the word anachronisms. So mm-hmm. just the uh, the like the differences or the things that you know shouldn't make sense right or the or the the different times like the 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 Hobbits and Bilbo seem like they're from a more modern time than the rest of the world than the rest of this wild and so Bilbo is very much, like, um, out of place, which we've seen that. You know, he's, you know, longing for his his comfy chair and bacon and eggs for the morning, very, like, relatable to us, right? We can understand that. It's harder for us to relate to, like, dwarves and dragons and a, a city on a lake, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this mm-hmm. elves, wood elves, those are all such foreign things, and so we relate more to Bilbo because Bilbo is more modern, And and we're more he's less fairy tale and more modern and relatable, even though, you know, when he was written, it was like 100 years ago, almost. Um, It's still much closer to our time than the rest of, of Middle Earth. And the fact that he is the one who, like you said, is bailing them out, is coming through in the clutch. He has the least amount of like reason to be that for them. He should yeah. be the one crapping his pants every time, and right. he's not. He's he like you said. He it's like you could argue. Is it his company? Like, is there a Thorin's company without him? No, they're gone like four or five different times. Uh huh. Yeah. Wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's in, important to kind of note. This is this is the guy that Gandalf said. You know what? Man, we need Gandalf. this fella. Okay.
2: Jay-Z. Gandalf. I mean, it just see, far seeing, my friend. Far seeing. Is, okay. So I rewatched The Last Dance. Okay. And the person, which is about the Chicago Bulls uh, final championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Jackson. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And the, the guy who gets the least amount of credit, who I think deserves the most, is the head coach, Phil Jackson. Let's go. Let's go. Phil Jackson, to me, might be one of, in the sports world, is a real-life Gandalf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when yeah. you think of a guy who knows his players, knows their roles, knows how to motivate each single person, that's what Gandalf does. Like he knows how to pick the people. Like he knew, or at least he believed, that Bilbo would be this. Maybe he didn't even know he would be this important or this crucial for Th- Th- Thorin's company, but he knew he had that it, 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 like there was the potential that he could be. Right. And that's I, why he picked him. That's why he said, I, I want him on this team, man. Right. I, I'm sorry to go on this tangent for a second, but
1: are you saying that if Gandalf is, if, if Gandalf is Phil Jackson, are you now saying that? Because <laughs> Phil Jackson made a mighty move, right? And he said, look, we've got Thorin, who I'm going to say is um, MJ. MJ," okay. and, and, and Phil Jackson said, it's time to bring Dennis Rodman in here. I was gonna. Say, are you kidding me? I was gonna say he's either Steve Kerr or he's Dennis Rodman. He's Dennis one Rod- of those two. Bilbo's Dennis Rodman. Are you kidding me right now?
2: People are Dude, like, oh. it's an amazing thing. Okay, so obviously this is a massive tangent, but I grew. <laughs> I was a kid in Chicago. The Bulls. Like I had Michael Jordan PJs. I wanted to yeah. be. I be like Mike. My, I wanted to be like Mike. I remember my grandma Rose saying. I was playing basketball. She's like, what are you going to, do you want to be the next Michael Jordan? I was like, yeah, I want to be the white Michael Jordan. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be MJ, man. Like everyone, every kid who loved basketball wanted to be my, so the bulls were, they were the best. They were the best. All right. So anyway, there's this powerful moment where Dennis Rodman goes off, disappears after one of the games in the finals, goes and does like WCW wrestling. He's with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He doesn't make practice. He right. comes back, and Phil Jackson had this incredible relationship when when Dennis Rodman, who a lot of people think is a pariah, who a lot of people dislike, uh, sure. but is one of the biggest personalities in all of sports. And when you when you hear him talk, you're like, he's a good person. Like Dennis yeah. Rodman is a good person, man. And 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 the way that Phil Jackson knew what he needed was unbelievable. I think and it inspires me as a teacher. It inspires me as a parent. It inspires me as a human being to be more like not like Mike. Yeah. More like Phil. To more be like more Phil. like Phil Jackson, who's uh-huh. who who like in a sense you could see him as the father of that team, knowing how each one of his kids needed something different. When when yeah. Dennis Rodman came back and was under scrutiny from the press and his teammates were mad, Mike was giving him a hard time he knew how to respond to him in a way that didn't make him shut down and think. He just I'm always, out. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. dude, it's incredible. And Gandalf, yeah. like to 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 bring the tangent back, that's what Gandalf is for this company. Like he yeah. he knew that it could succeed with all these different players. And Bilbo, yeah, he's Dennis Rodman, hundred percent, yeah, hundred yeah, percent
1: uh people are gonna be so mad about that i the the the, the close second is steve Kerr or or i don't even know um <laughs> yeah, yeah steve steve Gerr, Gerr.
2: i was thinking he could be one of those two he's got sure. the spirit he's got
1: sure. the spirit <laughs> um but the whole point is as Crap, you say sorry. yeah they mention and that's something though that like um oh my gosh as we're speaking literally in my ear my fantasy like <laughs> notification just went off as as I was talking about like NBA stuff. Like all of a sudden, I get a notification about. All right, that's wild. Anyway, sorry. Um, major tangent. Uh, uh back to the story here. So yes, Bilbo's reflecting all those things. He they are in this desolate area. Um yeah. Let me read just a little bit of this. So. As, as they get there, when they when they drop off their stuff, they're in a land that uh, is known as... Uh, it was desolate and empty. So the guards mm. just leave, right? They, they go mm. back. They don't want to be in the shadow of this mountain. And, uh, you know, Thorin and company, Bilbo and company are mm. chilling there and they have their ponies. They've got, you know, um, they're heavy laden. Everything yeah. shifts, you know? There's like a, a seriousness to this. And yes. basically it's yeah. like, uh well right here here we go so they knew that they were drawing near to the end of their journey and yeah. that it mm. might be a very horrible end <sighs> and actually yeah I mean it's not great no. we this is a reread you know so folks have read this book and uh yeah I mean th- there's yeah. a seriousness to this that like they all you know when they were smoking some pipe weed back at uh uh Bag End. They sang about it. They, they, yeah. We, we kind of see them thinking about what may what may happen. They're going to face a dragon. And so they're not mm-hmm. singing. They're not playing on their harps. They're not mm-hmm. playing music and stuff. They're quiet. They're scouting. They're yeah. moving through
2: the desolation of smog. Yeah. The, this, this, this one line, I think, sums it up really well, too. It was easier to believe in the dragon and less easy to believe in Thorin in these wild parts. Like, because really what they're doing, I mean, not really, literally what they're doing is they're walking through a a reminder. They're traveling through a reminder of the power of this dragon. Yeah. Like, it's all well and good to believe in a comeback and to think that these dwarves, these, like, small beings are going to be able to take back this mountain, but look around at the expanse of this destruction, and we're going to come up soon on all that remains of Dale, which is, you know, where Lake Town has come from, right? Like the refugees from Lake Town or the refugees from Dale, you know, Bard being a descendant of, uh, is it Lord Geryon, um, came, from, came from the city of Dale, right? So it, just even that being a part of, of, of Lake Town's past, like they, that's the whole reason Lake Town exists is because of the destruction of the dragon. So yeah, it's easy it's easy to like it's easy to see a mountain far off and go, I mean I could climb that, no problem. I could yeah. it looks pretty easy. Right. But the closer you get, the larger the mountain is and the smaller you feel. And you're like, okay, wow, this might your your, your confidence starts to shrink as the dragon or the mountain or whatever it is grows larger. So, yeah. yeah, it's just this natural, like, um, uh, what would you call it? Like a sobering moment where they're like, holy crap, dude. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We got so, our work cut out for us. Yeah. Well,
1: for sure. And that's we're so as so that's where we're at right here. So the, that the, at the skirts of the of the mountain, this is where they see these many signs of danger, um, signs of the dragon yeah. in this in this wilderness and yeah. um, that were made. Like, he, he has made his lair here. Yeah. Um, the mountain lay dark and silent before them yeah. and ever higher above them.
2: It's it's such so, a stark contrast to before. Like, the only, the only glimpses we've gotten of even the mountain have been that. Just that. Like, very fleeting. Like, oh, I think I just saw it. It's way off in the distance. And now there's a cloud that's passed. You know what I mean? Like, all these different moments where Bilbo thought he saw the mountain or thought they were closer than they were remember on the um on the carrick where he thought he could see it and oh yeah or no when he saw the was, misty was, mountains or whatever yeah and thought that that was them and they're like no right no, no 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 and then it's like so so going from that to thinking we're never going to get there to being you know in the midst of the destruction it's just it's 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 wild yeah yeah it is and so also this mountain
1: is is smoking okay yeah
2: yeah proof like bilbo says right proof that the dragon still lives yeah i mean there's literally smoke coming out of the like it's like wait a second what you you got you got to think like thorne and company are probably hoping that he's somehow just sort of like died right like he's become an old dragon and he's passed passed away on top of the gold and we can waltz in and say we've vanquished this dragon but really you know we just found him dead and so yeah this is just another another foreboding of not gonna be so easy. Not gonna be so easy. So my book has, and I don't know if you, if you have this or not, but it's the um,
1: it's the illustration here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the front gate. Um, it's called yes, the front gate, that in, yeah. and that is um, kind of you know that's that's Tolkien's artwork. Tolkien's I drawing, yeah, yeah. his yep. drawing of of the front gate. So lots of stony rock and and, yeah. and things. You can see the smoke kind of coming out of that of that way and this is so bilbo i think let me see who else goes with him uh ballin philly and killy right they go to kind of mm-hmm. scout out the region so they're not even really looking for the door just yet like yeah. uh thorn is is yeah he's, he's smart i mean he's very 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 intelligent says like we need to make sure um like we, we need to scout this whole mountain now we need to scout the front we need to see uh what's going on here make sure there's not Someone else camped out, someone else looking, following our tracks, whatever he's thinking. But at first, it's kind of a scouting expedition. And then they start to kind of move their way up the mountain to look for this side door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, let's see. Yeah, because they get to this where where the river is kind of coming out of that gate. And it says that they they, they did not dare to follow the river much further towards the gate. uh, But they went on beyond the end of the southern spur until... Uh, lying hidden beneath a rock Uh, they could look out and see the dark cavernous opening in a great cliff wall between the arms of the mountain and so that's where they're kind of looking down and they're seeing the dark smoke rolling out and all all that kind of stuff um so it's it's Balin who shuddered let us return he says uh we can do no good here and i don't like these dark birds they look like spies of evil right um (laughs) <laughs> so uh, Bilbo says the dragon is still alive and in the halls under the mountain then, or I imagine so from the smoke. Hmm. That does not prove it, said Ballin. Like, they're in denial. That, they're, yeah, not wanting they're to in, believe. Good
2: Lord. Not wanting um, to face, literally, not wanting Balin, to face the dragon. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop. But, like, hold you, on. You think that's, like, is that, like, PTSD for, for Ballin though? Do you think that, like... Uh... You know, because I mean, he was there. He was there when all this went down. Yeah, he was uh, there when this happened. So listen, I, you know what? Yeah.
1: I, I like balling, uh, and and I hate to do. This I do doing, too. But uh, you know, Bill Boss sees the smoke. They see. The, they all see the smoke coming out of there. And he, he says that doesn't prove it. Though I doubt that. Uh, I don't doubt that you're right. Then he goes back and he says, but he might be gone sometime, or um, you know, he 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 might be. Lying out uh, on the mountainside, keeping watch. And I still expect smoke and steam would come out of the gates. Uh, all the halls within must be filled with his foul reek. So, yeah. Ballin, what are you saying here? Is is, is he in there? Or is he not? Do you believe this? I mean, they just... It's like, there may be a dragon. There's There's a whole town that was built on a lake because there was a dragon. We know that for a fact. And there's still smoke coming out of the mountain, buddy. So... Put two and two anyway. together, my friend. Anyway, yeah. it's yeah, it's almost like uh you, you almost don't want to say it like, yeah, there's actually a yeah. dragon in there and I'm going in there. Yeah. That's
2: it's gonna wild. Which is so. isn't that interesting too, because that's kinda like the opposite of like most heroic tales. Most heroic tales, you think like Beowulf and it's like the one Sigurd and the dragon like they, they are like they know where the dragon is and they're going after it, and they're fearless and there are yeah. these like stalwart heroes who they almost they're almost like yeah bring on death let's go let's go i know what waits me if i die in a battle like this and to the point where they they almost sometimes betray their not betray but they don't even think about their comrades it's like this is my yeah. job no matter what happens to anybody else and the dwarves are very different from that in this you know they're 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 much more like calculated and hesitant and wanting to Get it right. And we see, you know, we'll eventually see how Bilbo enters in and it's secretive and it's, you know, instead of battling with the dragon, well, we, 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 we see that later on that the battle happens. The biggest battle is, is inside the choice to continue down that hall. That's right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's such a flip on a classic, like mythic heroic tale. It's, it's so cool, dude.
1: It really is. It, yeah. Yeah. And and you're right about the dwarves. I mean, just in their behavior uh, around the mountain. And you said something earlier, the idea that those of them who were there mm-hmm. coming back here and seeing the desolation and all that kind of stuff, it, I mean, all of True. their happiness is drained and gone because now bad memories are coming back yeah. and you can feel it. It feels real. And so it makes sense why Bilbo, and, and here's the line. It was now strange to say, Mr. Mr. Baggins had more than the others, yeah. meaning he had more spirit. So it said spirit. none of them had much spirit left. Um, yeah. He would often borrow Thorin's map. And he would gaze at it, ponder over the ruins and the, and the messages in uh, the moon letters that Elrond mm. had read. Right. So it's, and I think a part of that is like, you know, for them, they're remembering hmm. all this loss. They're this close. Yeah. And it's like, it's also a very serious task. So he's kind of got to keep the spirit up a, a little bit, and yeah. yeah, it's it's just such a long shot right now, and they still have to find this secret door,
2: and so. he's the one who's the impetus for that, right? Like he's the one who yeah. has to say, "Hey, we're we got to go find this, this right. uh, you know this the secret door on the western slopes." It's it's him well, again who who is driving them on, the least likely of all of them, the least and and the least invested. Like this isn't even, I think the movie does a great job of that, of showing how, you know, like this isn't my home. I don't even totally understand why you want to, why you want to take this place back. I don't, I don't value, you know, riches in the same way you do, but you know, I'll help you like that, that line that Martin Freeman has real, you know, you don't have a home. It was taken from you, but I will help you take it back if I can. Yeah, it's that same kind, you see, so, you know, the words that he speaks there, we see so clearly, um, like through actions in the story.
1: Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so right here, here's the moment too, where like they're kind of meandering around. And the first Mm -hmm. thing they have to find is the stone steps, you know, like the Mm -hmm. steps that lead them up to where the secret door is, is going to be. Yeah. Um, They're on the western side. They're looking for signs and and what have you, you know, with the cliff and and all this good stuff. Um, But at last, unexpectedly, they found what they had been seeking. Philly and Killy and the Hobbit went back one day down the valley and they scrambled along the tumbled rocks at its southern corner. About midday, creeping behind a great stone that stood like a pillar, Bilbo came on what looked like rough steps going upward. So here we go you know now we have the steps and we can you know follow these up and and go go see what's at mm-hmm. the top mm-hmm. and we get in this whole situation where there's ropes and they're moving supplies up the cliff face and, mm-hmm. and 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 trying to traverse this and you know um some of them find it easy some of them don't uh you know yeah. it's just the poor off. bomber poor bomber, bomber
2: yeah so i'm thinking man yeah. poor guy <laughs> I, yeah. I, I thought I, – I do love the way they do this in the movie with that, like, the steps almost are a part of this ancient, like, statue yeah. of of Durin, I'm assuming. Um, and, like, uh, just the, the, the way – I mean, can you imagine being, like, Alan Lee and John Howe and just thinking, how wild can we make this? And, like, Peter Jackson, like, being notorious for that of, of like, pushing them to, to think even more and more, like, outside of the box or unconventional or whatever – that's such a cool. I'll never forget that part. Uh, yeah, it's in Desolation of smog where you see them like little flies on this wall, like climbing up on this, and you're like, oh, the steps are a part of the statue, right? And it makes yeah. sense, like that's how they would be hidden. You wouldn't look at it and go, oh, those are steps, but they right. could be used as such. Like that's the right. And it's part. It's just, it's, 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 it's built yeah. in. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah, it's
1: built in yeah. kind of to the statue and yeah, and hidden yeah. in plain sight, sort of. Sort of uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, w- they they get to the top. So they they get to the top of those steps, and there's this grassy kind of floored area. Yeah. Um, they start looking for the things that you would look for. They're looking for yeah. parts to a door. Um, there yeah. were no signs. There's no post, uh, threshold, nor there's no bar or bolt or keyhole. Mm. And so, but yet they didn't doubt that they had found the door at last. Like, they knew this is the spot uh, those yep. are the steps. They followed the map and we're good. This is the spot. So now what do you do? So they're going to beat upon it. They they thrust, they pushed, they uh, implored it to move. They spoke uh, fragments of broken spells of opening. Stop. Mm. They did that without a wizard. <laughs> what in the... <laughs> they spoke. Spoke fragments of broken (laughs) spells of opening and nothing stirred. No kidding. Yeah, that's why.
2: I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You guys don't have the authority for that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um. All right, friends. That is the end of part one of Chapter 11 on the doorstep. So something a little different. Lane and I are kind of changing up the format here, and we're going to try to do some, give you guys essentially more content, break some of these chapters up, uh, take our time. You know, we like to talk. And uh, we like to really just have a good time during the chapter. So we can't help ourselves. And we thought, you know what? Maybe there's a better way to to kind of uh, give you guys more content on a weekly basis. I'm not going to say it's going to be completely weekly. Uh, but I'm hoping for like, you know, maybe three episodes, three to four episodes a month um, on the main feed. So we're kind of excited about that. But yeah, this is the end of chapter um, 11 on the doorsteps. That's part one. We'll pick back up with part two uh next week and let me tell you it is uh i always record these after lane and i have finished talking and and this is the next day actually (laughs) um some very interesting stuff happens at the end of that episode i'll give you a preview there's a power outage basketball shoes are talked about stuff is crazy uh it is it is fantastic so um yeah, don't miss out on that. Make sure you are subscribed. By the way, subscribing on iTunes or whatever uh, you know kind of podcasting player you're listening to, subscriptions uh, help the podcast. So if you guys are able to subscribe, that would be fantastic. And then also if you're listening on YouTube, um, hit subscribe there as well. That would that would be huge for us. Couple podcasting um, announcements while I have you here. Uh, we actually have transitioned LEP four for various reasons. If you've seen the Facebook post or if you've seen the messages on Patreon, uh, LEP four is now going to be virtual. And I think it's good news for our international listeners. There's a lot of reasons. Go look at the Facebook post. You'll see uh, some of the reasons, and then again, as we said in the post, some of them we will not be uh, detailing. But uh, we're excited about it. I think it's going to be easier for Lane and I. They're, they're expecting um, baby number four. Uh, pff, the news is out there. The uh, flannel wizard has, has resigned from his job. <laughs> and I am uh, I'm, I'm on a brand new adventure, stepping out of my own doorstep and uh seeing where the road takes me so I'm, I'm really excited about all of that and more details this summer to come i guess is 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 what we'll say so lap4 virtual it's going to be on zoom we're going to send out a link um i've got the professional version of that meaning we can get in you know um a lot of people in there we might have to do it in waves or blocks we'll have a sign-up sheet and uh uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so was doing some uh, fun stuff before this episode, and I think I figured it out today, so last night, if you were on Discord with me, I hadn't quite figured out how to get Lane when we do a Zoom you know, podcast, how do I get Lane over in Discord, I think I got him in there now, and we're going to have Discord coming back, so that should be a lot of fun, you can listen to the, the pre-show, and then you can listen to uh, the live show, and so on, so... That will be interesting. So, LEP4, there's your announcement. Um, we'll have a Discord component for that. We'll have the Zoom, and that'll be fantastic. That'll be in September, and I'll keep you guys posted on that, okay? Uh, next up, though, we have on Patreon, completely reformatted this. Uh, there's really no point to have... Oh, really? My, my, my phone's blowing up during the middle of a recording. <laughs> um. So, no, sorry, uh, there, there really is no reason for us to have, just, we had all these different tiers, and, you know, I think Lane and I, when we started off doing this, we, we thought, let's look at what other podcasts are doing, let's see what works for other people, and try to go with that, and, and really, we've just found over time, like, this is what we can do, this is what we know how to do, and, and, and how to do it well, so um, changing Patreon to basically just a, $1 or a, a $5 tier, uh, one tier called The Fellowship, Everything is in there, guys. Um, I went through and I modified, you know, Melcourse Discord chats. All the old stuff is now housed under the five dollar tier. It's cheaper, it's easier, it's simpler. Anything that we do, boom, there it is. You want on Discord? There's one spot to go. You don't have to guess. Very easy. And truly, um, with our new adventures and this new kind of course that we're that we're uh, turning to, I guess it would be cool if people went in there. Hopefully, our, our hope is we lower the price. And we pack it full of uh, fun goodies, and you guys find it more rewarding. Truly, we want you to feel like it's 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 you know if you're supporting the, the podcast. Lane and I keep talking for for hours. We just did, uh, and I won't post this until after next week, so it'll be kind of maybe mid May. But there will be an extended edition. So we did this uh, ep- this episode, chapter eleven, kind of kind of recorded the whole thing had a massive power outage at the end and stuff kind of got crazy um, but we we stuck with it we saw it through and we continued you know talking about the chapter and some of the things that we had talked about in that episode it's a great way just to kind of keep the mo- the mics are hot and we just have a good time you know chatting and so we chatted uh, deep into the night Lane is digging uh, holes right now he is putting up a fence I hope he's doing well out there but uh, yeah so the extended edition will be out there. And that's something that we're going to post over on Patreon. So let me just go over real quick. Again, it's $5 tier at the Fellowship. Um, Do do this once. I haven't done this in ages, but just to kind of go over what's on there, um, we have additional podcasts on there, exclusive Patreon uh, podcast, extended edition, uh, the appendices, so on. We've got extra stuff on there. We've got the Lost Sock. We've got other things we will keep adding to that kind of library. Uh, YouTube Rewards, we post the video version there. So you're going to get the video version. That's the, I guess, really that comes out almost the day of or the day after the podcast is released. And what's nice is if you don't want to wait for part two, the full video version is there. So there's just a link. You can't even see it on YouTube. You literally have to go in through there. And if you didn't want to wait for next week and you just want to kind of, you know, uh, listen to the whole three and a half hours, I think, <laughs> then you could just you could just pop in there and uh, you get that. And there's no, uh, besides the ads that we read in the podcast, there are no kind of placed ads that are like automated. So it's air quote, ad free. But yeah, there's that. Also for joining there, you are, you know, at the beginning of the show, we always say brought to you by a patron or uh, sometimes we do something special for like Mother's Day, for example. But uh, most of the time it's 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 a patron. So if you're in the fellowship tier, you're going to be one of those names that we list eventually at the start of the podcast, so that's another reward there. And if we do a, um, a Zoom, which we're planning on doing in the future, uh, this summer, you'll have access to that. So we put the link in there. You can go in there. You can click. You can pop in. You don't have to turn your camera on. You don't have to do anything. You can just pop in there and listen to us chat. Um, you can hang out with us. You whatever, it's, it's more of an interactive thing, so that's more you guys interacting with us, and we're not going to do those monthly, those are kind of uh, just when we have time, we'll probably, you know, more like a quarterly thing, but we had fun doing those, and I just told uh, Tina, shout out to Tina, I told her last night that yes, we'll be bringing back the Zoom uh, early summer, and we'll have a nice Zoom session, so, uh, also Discord. That is where you can get your kind of link, and, and it'll shoot you right over into our Discord server, and you can go in there and start listening to Lane and I shoot the night breeze and all that good stuff. So, all the backlog stuff is there, jam packed. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I hope you guys will will go do that. So, that is just a simplified way to support the podcast, and I'm pumped about it. As uh, is now, kind of on this you know new adventure where I am trying to to get our YouTube over. A thousand subscribers. I'm trying to, you know, increase our, our, um, the, the benefits that you get in Patreon. So that way, maybe more people will be interested in supporting the podcast for a lower price and we can get more people in there. And then we have ads, you know? So we are, uh, Lane and I had this major kind of shift like a couple months back. And I can't wait. We're, we're going to do this summer a big, um, episode on Patreon just where we talk about what almost, happen in the world of an unexpected podcast it's, it's, it's crazy it's been an epic a- a- adventure and it's been a lot of fun and I'm so glad that we are doing this and that we've taken this new course I'm, I'm truly pumped about it so there's that so there's an update on uh, LEP4 there's an update on Patreon um, you guys know fan-sided uh, you now know Minute Media and what we're kind of doing with them we're, we're really stoked about that and then uh, YouTube we're gonna be making some more YouTube content there as well so uh, keeping lane busy. It's going to be a lot of fun and I hope you guys will join in there. So, um, again, another way you guys can support the podcast is just sending in your Bywater post. Don't forget to do that. Um, as I said uh, earlier, subscribing is, is, is another great way. Writing a review, uh, is always wonderful as, as well. So there is that. All right, I think that is about it. If you guys got any, get, get any uh, questions, concerns, whatever, let me know. Send me a message either on Patreon or over on uh, Facebook, Instagram. we got those all connected, and uh, I'll get back to you. All right, so uh, with that, yeah, we want to thank you for hanging out with us here. Um, if you like the podcast, as I said, subscribe, like, write that review, send in a Shadowfax. You can send that to an unexpectedpod at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember, Bilbo knows.